Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that's really designed to help you take your business to the next level. What I try to do is take different topics, different issues, different challenges out in the marketplace, and I try to, you know, spend some time talking. I bring in thought leaders to do interviews and how they're approaching kind of their business and how they're tackling the times that we're in. This podcast series is supported by many of my industry friends, including the National Association of the Remodeling Industry, NARI, as well as Professional Remodeler Magazine, as well as some of my strategic alliances that include Engage and Leap and Surefire, as well as Marlamar and others. Today, I want to talk about a topic that is very, very relevant, and it's something that's been bubbling certainly over the course of the last probably year since the beginning of this pandemic. If you think back in the pandemic, when we hit the wall in March, I remember in April waking up and thinking, okay, I see kind of visualize the dynamic of what's out there. And I created this graph, and I've talked about this in the past that was actually published, a remodeling recovery curve. And while I wasn't necessarily correct in terms of the uh, trajectory of the growth coming back, I certainly did believe that the home was, in fact, going to be able to be more of a sanctuary and kind of get through, I think, the troubling times. The reality is, though, that the growth and the times that were created were much, much more substantial, more like a rocket ship going up. You know, I think oftentimes when I'm talking to remodelers of different sizes and shapes and I ask them how you're doing in these times, it's not uncommon for talking to folks from all around the country in all walks of remodeling, home improvement, windows, siding, roofing, as well as design build kitchens and baths. All of the businesses are experiencing growth. And the reason I really want to point that out is I think sometimes when you're just looking at yourself in the mirror and you experience a lot of success, you might sometimes get confused between that success is really because you're good or is it because of the market? You know, I oftentimes get out and go for bike rides and I think about uh, when I'm riding, you know, do I have a tailwind or do I have a headwind? And if I've got a strong tailwind that's going on, I feel great. Sometimes it's almost euphoric when I've got that pushing me along. However, when I turn around and head back and I hit that ta- headwind coming back, I realize, oh my goodness, this is really, really challenging. So oftentimes your success is more product of the market than necessarily that you're really that good. I mean, how are you really much better than you were in terms of your processes, your systems, your marketing techniques, your craftsmen, all of those things. How are you so much better than you were, let's say, two years ago or a year and a half ago compared to now? However, you're seeing record, record levels of sales. You know, in my book, Fit to Grow, I talk about, you know, there's a healthy level of growth that I think in normalized times that businesses should be at. And that healthy level of growth that I've studied over the years in normalized times, which we're not in right now, is 10 to 20 percent. If you're only growing, say, 5 percent, that's kind of boring. And quite frankly, you're maybe falling short relative to some of the competitors. However, if in fact you're in these kind of go-go times that we're in right now, fine, 
healthy levels of growth really, in my opinion, are more 20 to 30, maybe 20 to 35 percent. However, and I look at the level of growth that some of the businesses are doing, there's even so much greater than that. I lead a group of uh, remodeling thought leaders with Professional Remodeler Magazine, and these are 15 of the top remodelers in the country. And when we had a call a couple of weeks ago, the average level of growth that they're experiencing year over year growth average within the group was over 60% average. And as you think about that average levels of growth over 6%, that's kind of reckless. You're at this similar pace here that you're, you're driving a uh, hundred miles an hour in more of a 60, 70 mile an hour zone, it's really very dangerous. Now, the reason I'm trying to kind of get your head around this is this level of growth is there. You should be capturing this level of growth. You should be embracing this level of growth, but you should also be managing this level of growth. And as you know, I speak in terms of metaphors and analogies all the time. And I remember when I was a kid, uh, one of my friends over the course of his sophomore year uh, in high school grew only six uh, or grew about six inches. And he went from very coordinated basketball player to someone who was stepping all over his feet. Well, he got it back, but it took about a year. And then he became, you know, really an all-star basketball player after that. I think levels of growth in business are really similar to that. So, My opinion is that you should certainly do high fives with the team and appreciate the level of growth, but you also need to take a step back and maybe do some things and the following are a few tips that might be able to help you. So number one is you need to plan your day, plan your week, plan your month even more than you do in normalized times. I actually spend now about 45 minutes a day as opposed to 30 minutes a day planning the day. Why? Because the time and the environment is so busy. It's so intense. It, there's so much of a tidal wave of activity. So when you're thinking about, oh, I don't have time to plan, you're going to end up running the business off the rail if you're really not careful. So number one is plan more, not less. Number two is you really, really have to know your numbers and you have to be buttoned up and have those numbers coming in on an effective basis. Think of this like a dashboard in a car. Can you imagine, for example, that you're driving along in a 50, 60 mile an hour zone and all of a sudden the speedometer stops working. All of a sudden the fuel gauge stops working. All of a sudden the temperature your gauge. If you don't know those numbers, you're not going to be as effective. So what you have to do is you have to go overboard, studying, taking the time to really know the numbers, look at the close rate, look at the sales, look at the average ticket, look at the GP. I think back to many times in in certainly my career, and the one in particular was 1988-89. We'd grown our business by Oh, year over year by about 60, 70%. And it was not a good outcome. Uh, clients weren't happy. Uh, Labor was a problem in terms of being able to get the right kind of labor, but also profitability ultimately caught up to us and was was actually down. So you've got to be able to know your numbers to make sure that you're staying in between the lines and on track. 
Number three is don't corrupt your process. Now you put better remodeling companies have put processes in place. You put lead management processes, marketing processes, you put in process, sales process, handoff from sales to production, production processes, and even internal communication processes. In the times we're in, do not corrupt your process. Go overboard making those really tight, even though you may think you don't have time for that. It's those processes that really are like the safety net helping you really be more successful. Number four is you've got to focus on the right clients. I remember, and I've certainly talked about this in my podcast many, many years ago, studying this from a good friend of mine, Steve Maltzman, who said 18% of the homeowners out there will not allow you to make a profit. Went back and studied, and at the time, it was about 20% in my company were not allowing us to hit the margins we'd need. So by focusing on the right clients we've created, you can go online and see a right client checklist. And in these right client checklists, it'll be able to help you understand, you know, what is the definition of a right client and make sure you're deputizing every member of your team in sales and marketing, as well as in production to determine you have the right. It doesn't take too many bad apples that all of a sudden you're going to end up running, running aground. Number five on my list of tips is time mastery. If you're going to handle these go-go times, you've got to become more masterful than ever at your time. You've got to be more effective, not just efficient with your time. And effective really is all about creating the outcomes that you want. Again, there's a lot of different time mastery systems, but this is a very, very important thing. It's the difference between being stressed versus not. It's being under control versus not. It's accomplishing the goals versus not. Time mastery is the key. We're all dealt with the same 24 hours a day, seven days a week. However, there's some that are extremely successful and less stressed out, and there's others that are not. Number six is focusing on your pipeline. Now, what I mean by the pipeline, you need a certain amount of leads. You need a certain amount of appointments. You need a certain amount of design contracts or feasibility studies or second visits, depending on the kind of remodeling visit. You need a certain amount of construction contracts, and then you need to have a certain amount of projects under construction. Every one of those is like a link in the pipeline. You should know by knowing your numbers, what's the right amount per month, per quarter that I should have in each one of those. So map out what is ideal and then overlay what is happening in the environment. When I work and coach with individual companies, it's oftentimes the pipeline that gets out of whack and out of uh, balance. It's not necessarily just the times. So for example, if you're not getting enough leads, which you probably are right now, you need to say, okay, what do I need to step that up? If you're getting too many leads, what do I need to do to crank that down? Still doing marketing things, but maybe less lead generating things or put more screening processes in place. Similarly, all the steps in, but you've got to keep that pipeline as balanced as you can. And then number seven on my list 
in my top seven little tips here is more than ever, you've got to over communicate. I believe homeowners today are actually pretty forgiving knowing what's going on in terms of the activity. They've been putting projects on hold for so long. And finally, as a result of getting vaccinated and coming to life and all that, homeowners out there uh, really are okay if, in fact, they know what's going on. You've got to over communicate. What does that mean? If you have projects under construction every week, you've got to make sure that you're communicating. What did we do last week? What are we doing this week? Make those weekly meetings that you have with the client really world-class. Similar to the projects that you have that are on the boards or in, in uh, design process or in the sales process. Overly communicate with those particular. Also do this with your trade contractors and your team members. Overly communicate. Overly communicate doesn't mean you have to take a lot of time. It just means you have to be very proactive with your communication. So in summary, you can't really change, I think, the tailwind and the go-go times that were out there. However, how you really manage it, how you take advantage of it, I think is really the key. So again, I want to thank everybody for listening to this little podcast. Also, make sure that you go back and you know look at some of the other previous episodes and I think it'll help you navigate your day and certainly get through the week and the coming times. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to Remodeling Mastery by Mark G. Richardson, produced by Sharefire Local. You can subscribe to this podcast on any mobile phone using iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.